This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, Teen Talk with Stefan and Biz. Hi, Stefan! Hello, Biz. <laughs> Hello. It's weird to call you Biz because yeah. in, 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 in our relationship, you have traditionally requested that I call you Elizabeth. That's and correct. And Biz be reserved for professional or friend usage. <laughs> our relationship is neither professional or friend. No, it, it, it is so relationshipy. It's so relationship. For those who may not know, uh, here's a brief bio on Stefan. He works in themed entertainment. He is uh, the co-host of the horror podcast, Nature Trail to Hell, and most important, the top Google search for Biz Ellis Husband. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> nobody else comes up when you search yeah. for Biz Ellis Husband. That is good. Who is Biz Ellis's husband? Actually, it's, it's always- me. Who's Biz Ellis' husband? No one, no one is and, and you, proper. Usually when you do the image search for that, it comes yeah. up with that, uh, the image of me touching your stomach when you are not pregnant. And it oh, says, yeah. pregnant? Is it a bump? Yeah, yeah exactly. That was when we used to have fun. We still have fun. We have different <laughs> kinds of fun now. That is, we have the that, kind of what? fun that involves unpacking multiple boxes and trying to organize rooms. Right. That is it's, the kind of fun that we enjoy. With a little heavy sighing every time a new box is open. We're like, really? Why is this here? Wow. It's like, you packed this? Wow, this is... Oh, wait till you see what comes back from storage. I don't want to. Anyway... Oh, you will. You will find out. Anyway, uh, today we're not talking about how moving, packing, and uh, reconstruction on our house is slowly tearing us apart. It's a marriage booster. Instead, instead we'll talk about another marriage booster, teens. Teens, the marriage booster. (laughs) (laughs) These are some great marriage booster ideas. Have a a teen. Having a baby. Uh... Buying a new house, moving, riding, uh, <laughs> right, kayaking together, kayaking together. Well, that's Stefan and I set the rules with kayaking a long time ago. Stefan, I'm in front. You're not. Yes, you are not steering the boat. No, no, no. Your special gift is spotting wonderful things from the front of the kayak. I like metaphors. Yes, and I'm there to keep us on track, just like right now, teens. Yes. We we have a teen and a we tween have one. now. We have one teen and then we have a tween. Yes. Uh, which is exciting. I see very little difference in our tween, but our teen and everybody, it has been a while since I've actually had a moment to share uh, more changes with our teen. And it seems appropriate to do that with Stefan. So as everyone knows, Katie Bell was born. Katie Bell, uh, female uh, body parts. I just, I'm sure I just fucked that up. <laughs> Born, <laughs> you know, female stuff. Female stuff. She's got the female junk, and uh, she the then through middle school they began exploring their identity. Um, as w- and what was great was that their peers were also doing this, and I just fucking love that that is a thing middle school 
people are adding into their process of self-exploration. Yeah. And Katie Bell went through, uh, spoiler, Katie Bell went through a few uh, uh, different, what would you say? How would you describe it? Like All the way, way, ways that they identify themselves. So, so, so for, for a while it was, they were, it was, it was he, they, and uh, mm-hmm. they were Raiden. Yep. Uh, and uh, then they, like what, like six months ago, seven months ago? Yeah, about six or seven months ago, they started, they presented in all kinds of ways. There was never like one way they presented, but uh, they began to shift more to a they, she, which is where they are now. And they requested going back to using the name Katie Bell in high school. They were changing high schools. It was a different start and they wanted to go into that with in fact one of the things they said was i don't know if you should have let me make such huge decisions at like that age and i was like, like i don't whatever. know actually i think i think it this was is the, the right, right thing you know what like i said we got both stockings to hang up at christmas i got a katie bell stocking i got a raiden stocking both Eventually, are in check. eventually she can get a cat named raiden and yeah. like that cat can then use the stocking it's fine we're not going to waste anything it's fine uh-uh. I will say Raiden was potentially the coolest name. It was, I mean, like best case scenario in terms of like, like, sure. I got super used to it and it sounded yeah. really cool whenever I said it to people. I'm like, yeah, I got my kid named Raiden. They're like, ooh, Raiden. Ooh, I was like, I'm not cool enough to name a kid Raiden, yeah. but my kid is cool <laughs> enough to name themselves Raiden. Well, and also it just was like, I just felt, I just, I just think that that kid is so great and how ever it was such a good experience as a parent to really recognize that none of it made a difference when it came down to who they were oh, as a yeah. person no, no, no. and our job as parents is to support them so that however they are most comfortable out in the world like right that's what we're here to do yeah but i also want to make sure i'm being mindful when i say things like it didn't change who they were because it for them, they are embodying different things. I think for Stefan and I, the whole journey, which I know is going to continue journeying as we go no, forward. That's it. That's it. No, nope, that was it. Identities <laughs> baked in. We are now permanently in Scotland. Permanently in that it's just that like how little it really it, how much it matters and how little it mattered, like how much it mattered for them and how little it mattered in terms of how much we love them. And I think that- Yeah, oh yeah, changed like nothing in terms of like, I I had a weird like two weeks or something where I think I was like, oh, all my expectations are different. But I'm like, no, they're not. Like like, like (laughs) after that, I was like, I am really good at changing, like being able to do (laughs) names differently. I'm going to be Raiden all the time. And I was like super hardcore about it. My parents were terrible at it. Oh, they, were, they were the they were the absolute worst because yeah. they thought it was just like you know they kind of eye rolled at it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, everybody, uh, but I was like super on it. I was like super proud of myself. I was like, <laughs> I can change names super easily. I can sort of like make that adjustment. And then it was just like no, but like hanging out with Raiden was totally the same as hanging out with Katie Bell. It was like it's like no. Like it was like it's like the person that I love is the person that I love, and it doesn't matter what I am calling them. This really any sort of uh, transformative moment for our children 
are really all it's about, about us. It's us. about our personal growth and, and like yes. how great we are at being. We parents. are great. We I mean, are doing a- great. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like, like there's a, like Katie Bell is now going to art school, like an arts yeah. high school. Yeah. And so everybody has some, some exciting uh, name that they're going by. Uh, there was like one kid called the dragon. The dragon. The dragon. Is the their, dragon. Like, is yeah. like their preferred term of address. Yes. Uh, like the with dragon. the, the is in there. And I'm like, that's awesome. Go for yeah, it, everybody. Do it. You guys Happy are having to call you fun, the dragon. wonderful lives. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, like, it's just like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Oh, I, w- yeah. I wish my high school had been that cool. I know. Yeah. Like, like if, if you liked the wrong TV show in high school, you were being like, oh, you're probably gay. I was like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, here's the thing for like 60%, they probably are. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know if you know this, but my high school had no gay people. In oh. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. fascinating. Except for my best friend, who I didn't find out until like three years ago. Was yeah. gay. For me, it was any guy I ever went to a dance with turned out to be gay. It so, like, certain, I just certain, like, this doesn't reflect anything on you. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't. I was like, no. cool. That's cool. Great. Anyway, aren't I a good person? Again, it's all about us. But uh, We're so now accepting. That, now that we. <laughs> so. so Accepting. We're so open-minded. We are. Let's just spend the rest of the podcast talking about how great we are. You're a good but, person. But we are, in a way, because I think talking about where Katie Bell is now is a good example of how, how much life changes as a parent when you have a teen, like I had visions of what having a teen would be oh, like. Oh, I want to hear this. Oh, well, I just imagined my older sister, Helen Michelle, who just went through her teens screaming oh, obscenities at my parents that there was going to be a lots of arguing and that is unfair and you are grounded. Slam. And like slam, so many slamming doors and like, you know, I've got to like, uh, I don't know, write angsty poetry. What that they do write angsty poetry. Um, but uh, we haven't had that. But what we have had is so much more of a subtle version of that. That again is less Your about Katie tea. Bell. Well, but it's less about Katie Bell. And it's more about us. And I'm going to give you an example. Okay. So teens and zits, right? That is, I remember <laughs> one time. Yeah, it's classic. I classic remember, team. I remember calling my sister pizza face once because I had read it in a Beverly Cleary book oh, where boy. Ramona had called their older sister pizza face and it had been so impactful. And I decided to try it. Uh, oh, How'd that work out? Badly for me. Very oh, yeah. badly. Uh, they did not like it. Acne, zits, all of that. Very horrible. So here we go into the teen years, and I am all ready to be supportive of Katie Bell. The trauma that is zits. The trauma from zits. And here's, it is remarkable to me that teens now, not only what, do they still get zits. Big surprise. It turns out. Yeah. It's now like they put these 
stars or other shapes. There are stickers that are medicated and you put it on your zit. And so it's like saying, here are my zits. Not only do I have a zit, but I'm, I'm going to like, what's even better is walking around with a sticker on my face. And sometimes four or five stickers on my face, which the, I think like is five so plus, weird. Five is the outer limit though, right? If yeah. you think that, right, if you have more than five stickers on your face, that yeah. is then weird, right? I think, I think, do you, I you think, think so? so? I think so. I think five I is the most. Let's text Katie Bell and How find out. How many stickers? How many stickers is How many of these very expensive zit <laughs> very stickers? Very expensive zit stickers. I know. They are. But I just, to me, I'm like, you go pick up a kid at, you know, the school or at the train, wherever you get your kid. And they look like a car window. They did. They. <laughs> it's a sticker car. You, they, you have, like, we managed to keep Katie Bell from putting stickers on our car. Though and I love just... a sticker car. I do love a sticker car. Uh, they... Just their whole face. Just covered in yellow it's stars. In ye- Or you could be blue. They also, they have purple. But then I was like trying to get them some stars for their stocking stuffer. And I was like, what does large mean? Is it like bigger than what they're using? And then like, what I got like large? way bought. It's apparently the right thing. Katie Bell oh. was like, oh, thank God you got me this size. And I'm like, This really? is the cool size. This of is sto- the cool of size. zit stars. There are smiley faces. There are rainbows. There, I mean, like all different types. And I got really stressed out for a second being like, what if I get the wrong Well, sticker? then social isolation. Social isolation. Total, Total like, freeze out. Yeah. But everybody, I hope, understands. Uh, Stefan and I are clearly aware of things that are more important. But because we're talking about teens uh, and the way their brain works, which is that nothing is very important uh, except whatever's happening to them, uh, we are slightly mocking it, which we also do directly to our child's face. I also Uh, have a voice, though, that makes it sound like I'm slightly mocking everything. So this is is, right. So this is it's just going to be default. (laughs) Yeah, no, correct. Poor Stefan's tone of voice does sound like it's judging all, all the, the time. time. And so even just trying to check in with an emotionally fragile teen is fraught. It sounds like I'm making fun of them. Yeah. 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 It, I know. I'm, I'm really not almost ever. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you are. A little bit. But that's, uh, that's the other thing. Emotional fragility. That's true too. If you were wondering, if you're out there with less than a teen, <laughs> you're like, is will that. My te- will my teen break? Yeah. All the time. Oh, just trying to play a game. A, it's nice that they want to play a game with us. But like even just a game, uh, especially when you've got a kid like Katie Bell, who uh, since the moment they could talk, wanted to be right All the about time. everything. Um, but like also do things correctly, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do things. Yeah, but uh, I would say right now we're in the peak like, the arguments that happen between her and Ellis right now are heavy in the like super dumb yet somehow amazingly important that they are correct about. Well, this is where Ellis collides with Katie yeah. because Ellis, if he knows a thing, oh, yeah. is completely, he knows, he knows it very well and it's incontrovertible that it is in fact true. Right. right. And so then that collides with with Katie Bell, who also wants to be right. And then neither will budge. 
Yeah. And they'll yeah. just be like, we'll agree to disagree, but they won't say that. They'll just sort of like come to a detente. Yeah. Well, here's, I actually want to uh, do a little complimenting of my partner. You actually handle your, your energy levels, your emotional levels <laughs> really well when Katie Bell is out of whack or gets like, like super, like give the example of the, oh, the yeah. homework the other night. Oh yeah. No, right. So, so we're, this is, this is the, this is the fun thing that I did not have to deal with as a teen, but it's yeah. apparently something that, right, that we have to do. So like all of Katie Bell's homework is on like Google Docs, right? So various Google Doc classrooms and, uh, they just got an iPad that they've been doing their homework on and they're like, and it's just a nightmare of compatibility sometimes where it's just like they pull up, pull up an assignment and they have to watch something at the same time and then edit their Google Doc while they're watching the thing and it won't edit. And there's nothing more frustrating to Katie Bell than like, yeah. I really want to do a thing, but I can't do it and it's not working and I can't make it work. And so we work through it. Right? We sort of we sort of like went through, we trouble, troubleshoot various things. We, we, we got, got, it, got it to work. But it was very frustrating to Katie Bell that it was not working because I think Katie Bell gets pre-stressed out yeah. about not being able to complete things. Right? That's a, that's a big deal for but Katie there, But with that comes the big, like, release of the, like, tears and quick to right. anger and all of that. And your gift is somehow you manage to get through that. And all I want to do is be like, Oh my God, get settled down, (laughs) settle the fuck down. Like suck it up, kid. That's just fucking Google docs, right? Like we are not like I have no, because I am a kid probably who had to like cram it down a lot. And so I'm like, you will be tough. You You will will also cram it down. You You will will make it into a diamond. You will be a little diamond. You will have a chip so big on your shoulder that you will be hunched. Like, that's how you survive the world. Uh, yeah, so I'm so glad that well, uh, you you step in. See, see, okay, so I can handle that. But but I can, like, I do nothing for Ellis, right? Like, oh, yeah, Ella, I, I, like, I am, <laughs> z- like, if Ellis is in that place, there is nothing I can do. I cannot hug Ellis. I cannot mm-hmm. talk to Ellis in a way that will help. And then, then you get to do it. So you're welcome. Okay, balance. Yeah, balance. Uh, all right. What else is teeny about our house? And uh, is it is about all, us? Is it all the food that disappears now? Oh my god! And god. at weird times of day, like oh, like dinner will be over, and then there's four more hours. Four of more eating. dinners. There's four more dinners after there is, that. There's ramen, and then yeah. there is there's a ramen, and then there's probably some more bread that gets eaten, and some all sort the of tomatoes. Frozen. All the pro- tomatoes. Pro- probably some wontons that it gets. Yeah. Like literally four or five more meals after dinner. Yeah. Like d- dinner is just like a, like a bump in the road on the way to like 11 o'clock eating. And a mouge bouche, as it were. All the eating, all the time. And they come in now. This is, and by the way, a protein parenting tip. My current genius is they wander up to me at different times of day and they say, can I make ramen. And I, it's very nice that they're asking, uh, but I don't really give a shit. And so I say things like, of course you can, as long as there's no sign you were ever there. Right? And this like is actually you, 
they're doing it now. They're doing it. Yes, they are now old enough. That's the other thing. There's a beauty to them being old enough to actually successfully do it. It's sort of like sneakily teaching them how to do dishes, right? By like, instead, if I were told them, go do the dishes, they would not do it. Or they'd be like, I don't know how, which is a weird thing to say, because these are smart children. Um, but then the they want something. That's like, even Katie Bell has noticed that my new mantra is, can I have, you know, popcorn? If you can make it, you can have it. <laughs> If you could cook well, 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 it. The, you the can good have lesson it. here is that we're encouraging them to do secret eating. Yes. Secret. Secret eating, where we have no idea that it happened, except that we need to go to the store like three times a week. Well, I, we know what happens because there's like a bread carcass, you know, like just that leads from the kitchen into their room. Or you go in, I'll go in and be like, I'm going to have a pickle. Oh my God. How did three Why jar- are there no pickles? Katie Bell. Is, sorry, oh Katie God. Bell. Okay. Maybe this is too much. But it's I not will, too much. I will just say, if we're talking about teen eating, they really enjoy pickles and chug the jar of juice. And I'm waiting I like to like it like a pro athlete. Like a pro athlete. I'm sure maybe there's something healthy in there. I don't know. They are well preserved. <laughs> but like yesterday, Katie Bell had a French bread pizza. Yeah. And like then an, an hour and 15 later had dinner. Yeah. And then an hour and 30 after that had ramen. Yeah. And then so. I checked out. I was like, I don't know. I don't know mm. what else you're doing. Uh, anywho, so eating, a lot of eating. So which, which is good because they're taller than their friends, which is the <laughs> only thing that matters. There's a, like, Katie Bell keeps talking about being like, oh, yeah, I am so much, I am now taller than this person and this yeah. person and this person. I was like, good, because it's a competition. <laughs> you are going to win. Well, good. Every inch is another yeah. $10,000 a year that you make in salary. So that's good. <laughs> In your job, getting things off high shelves. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. You'll never need a man to get that down for you. Anyway. Uh, okay. What? Oh, also very teen. Because it, it's, <laughs> I'd like to say it doesn't come on fast, but sometimes it does. Or we just aren't paying enough attention. Uh, and that is we, as I have discussed, uh, we as a family have been going through uh, some uh, construction, remodeling of our house to give us more room because our children are giant and they need spaces. And Katie Bell never really had a space. So no one wants a teen lurking about without a place of privacy, right? I, I don't want to Gross. see the molting that is happening all the time. As they go into their pod and then As emerge in, right. slightly taller. So over the last few months we have been in different rental houses and they've had their own room and so she would go and shut the door but what was amazing about getting back into our house oh is go ahead you you, you no. what what was what was it like uh getting having a teen get back into their house with a room of their own <laughs> Oh, we didn't see them. No, uh, no we, we basically, we, we we showed up with all of our boxes, right? All, all of boxes. our boxes got delivered, right? Everything came back into the house and it was just a warren. It's like stacks upon stacks yes. of cardboard boxes everywhere. Just, just everywhere. 
And like, we could barely make our way through everything. Yeah. But, for, but for Katie Bell, the priority was, look, can you help me set up my room? And we did. We helped to help Katie Bell set up the room. And then yeah. we never saw Katie Bell again. Katie yeah. Bell shut the door and yep. had their perfect little cocoon of yeah. like, I'm unpacked. Everybody, yeah. what, what, are you, what are you guys doing? We're unpacking for weeks. Yeah, the whole We're house. literally unpacking for weeks. We're still we, unpacking. I still, like, it's that, like. And Katie Bell is lighting a candle. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my record player set up. Exactly Everything is just so. Do you want to see? I rearranged my desk again. Do you want to? I'm like, I can't come see because I'm trying to finally unpack my underwear after two weeks. All right. I'm- I like. I haven't I, showered in a week and a half. Yeah, I like, do not know where my shampoo is. Yeah, I, I do not she, care about your new cute desk. But I that, mean, I care. I do I, care. You I care see, a lot. You don't care. But no. I mean, I, I, mean back, I care at like 30%. To bring it back to us. Always. Uh, I think that our teen is being exactly what a teen is supposed to be like. However, I find myself wrestling with uh, how I sometimes interpret a behavior mm. like getting everything exactly right for themselves, including requesting help from us, even if we are in the middle of something, to help get their thing complete while them somehow missing the, the world that is around them of things that also need help. And, and mind you, if I ask, they will come out and help. And on a good day, they'll do it without the heavy eye roll or sigh. But on a bad day, there is this like, how dare you ask I'm me. in the like, middle of making teening. my room aesthetic. Yeah, I am, I'm in the middle of teening. We don't have to be specific. We're, they're just in there teening out. And I will say, I am, I am, it triggers a little uh, gratitude issue. Sure. And if I'm being very honest, I am resentful because, and jealous, I would like to be in my room, all perfect, all boxes put away, everything where it's supposed to be. My pretty little area for candles, my pretty little area for books, whereas my pretty little area for music and perfect and my bed exactly the way I want, like, I want to be a teen with such loving parents that would just be like, go, go and do your own thing. And, and, the, and the unfortunate part is that we are now the parents. Yeah. And we're we being have, very we nice. Have, we have to do the things. I don't want to do the things. No, we have to, we have to do them ourselves. No. All right, fine. I don't want to do the thing. I want to light a candle and sit and be a pretty, pretty princess. I, I, that's what you, I want. You are a pretty pretty. Yeah, she's pretty pretty. You oh, are. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so teen selfishness, that's a, a real thing. And then being in their room, uh, tuning everyone out. Here, uh, here's what I will say, though. I yeah. feel like uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun. But we I have. think But Katie Bell is, all things considered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, solidly like our best case scenario. I agree. Like, yeah. better than they have to be in so many ways. So many Talks ways. to us. Yes. yes. Hangs out with us. Has yes. things to tell us. Has deep thoughts to share. 
Yes, which is sort of a new, that's a new phase where last night I was sitting there just trying to puzzle uh, quietly in my room with a candle lit uh, while boxes surround my bed, my little bed island. And uh, Katie Bell comes in and this is the prime time that they want to talk, which is when I am. They want to pet a cat. It's just replaced from when I just wanted them to go to sleep as young children so that I could have some time to myself. That is now replaced with, they can put themselves to sleep, but my time to myself is now filled with, have you seen the Stanley uh, mugs, thermos mug things? Have you seen the cat? And then all of the, okay, this is the best way I can, let me see if I can describe it this way. One time when I was older, uh, so like in my 30s or four, probably 40s, I'm on a plane and I'm going to I'm going somewhere. And in front of me is like a 20 something college student. OK. And some poor person who had to sit next to them. Oh, no. Because the college student and I recognize it because we all do it. Had so many thoughts on deep things. Oh. Uh, you know, and it was all share. Like, yeah, to share. God, can't oh, wait no. for that. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, best practices for how to be in like a friendship or relationship. Just oh. whatever. And it was all like, you sit back. Like, I just was like, I am so sorry. Were you just cringing we, behind that? I was. I was like in full cringe mode. It's like our, you know, I cringe at my own seventh grade deep poetry oh, or my thoughts on how people are and the world works and like what makes us so right. Like it just, it's nonsense. And it's part of what we all have to go through, but the seeds are starting to sprout in our teen. And they had, they wanted to share their thoughts on consumerism. Okay, good. And good, good. Uh, like, what's the deal? It's like being with a bad stand-up comic. Hey, what's the deal with oh, Stanley thermoses? I mean, like, like one is okay, but like it's like a social. But if you have a whole closet that is filled with the different Stanley, and I was like, yeah, sort of like Sunny Angels or your the other things that Star you have Wars. obsessively been collecting. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, on the other hand, she may be well on her way to developing a Type Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very pot. What's a Type Five? That I was agreeing, but to be honest, is that like a weird <laughs> sex thing? What's no, a Type Five? It, it, Oh, you don't know what a tight five is? What's a tight five? After, after this, I'll show you what a tight five is. No, a, a, a tight five-minute set for stand-up. Oh, yeah, tight five. The, See? Tight five. Tight seven. Yeah, you know. Oh, God. Tight- Everybody, we just unburied my stand-up VHS from Gotham Comedy Club. It's a good thing we don't own a VHS, a it VHS is pro- player anymore. That was a good one. That was a good set. That was my demo. No, (laughs) should the kids see it? We'll work on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, But I will say some of the joyous things is that like, it's fun. Like all the stuff that I kind of wanted my kid to kind of be into, they're starting to get into like they, it's a love hate relationship between them wanting. No, that love hate relationship between them wanting to wear most of my clothes. I don't take it personally when there are some things they don't want to wear. Uh, I'm like, wow, <laughs> really? You don't want to wear this? Anyway, uh, but then the stuff they do, and I just have found myself just like, fine, take it. It looks great on you. Just 
take it because now it's been on you. And now I can't wear it because we don't. Wait, it, it, it's tainted? It's tainted. It is tainted. Oh. It is tainted for me. Look, my own baggage. And then, but they they wanted to see uh, my mom's, some of her old clothes that I still had that I just thought were really cool. Like these, like, you know, Neiman Marcus, 1970, uh, like leather hand-knitted vest. That had like macrame on. vests. Yeah, oh, it's so awesome. And like, it's like so 60s, 70s. It's awesome. And she was like, I want to wear this to school. How do I style this vest? And I'm like, well, you need a turtleneck, to be perfectly honest. Um, well, she's also wearing my pants now. Yeah, she's, she's wearing, wearing your She's pants. wearing the, uh, well, she's wearing the vintage bell bottoms that I had in high school. Yeah. Uh, that are, you know, 28 waist or whatever. And like, like she looks great in them. Yeah, no, they, she looks great. Awesome. She puts I don't it on. Know, I, don't, I don't know why I've been holding on to them for years, but they're, uh, but they're, yeah. they're, pretty, they're pretty cool. I, I clearly, everything I have held on to was just to let that child wear. Like that clearly, like. There's some, some later hosen in the, in the, in the attic. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll be into well, wearing later hosen. Uh, but like, I like that. I liked when she came out and was wearing oh. like the vest and like, I was like, oh, so nice. And then she was like, <laughs> I, was te- oh, I was like trying to, I'm always trying to come up with things that the kids can talk to my father about a little bit mm, as yeah, their yeah. relationships continue. And uh, I, when moving them out here and downsizing and all that, I, though my parents were like, we don't need these pictures or photo albums. I kept them all. I don't know if I'll keep them forever, but I knew that I wanted to go back and look through them. And so I was unpacking them. And our new rule at the house is if we keep it, we use it. Right. Like if we if we're keeping old China, we're eating on old China. If we're keeping, you know, these photo albums, I'm going to look at these photo albums and show them to the kids. And in it, besides some super groovy pictures of my parents, was uh, my father's amphibious car that I Wow. As a, like, I remember them saying, oh, your father had a car that could drive in the water. And I like, yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, it yeah. was real, but it's one of those things from like your childhood that you're like, did we really have that? Like in the I mean, egg you're, chair. You're, you're, your father liked telling stories. Yeah. And so I found the pictures. And uh, so then Katie Bell and I mentioned it to Katie Bell. She and uh, my father went out and had lunch the other day. And she came back and she was like, you know, I looked up an amphibious car. I can't believe that. And I was like, do you want to see the pictures? And she was like, oh my God, yes. And then we looked at that. And then she was like, do you have pictures of, you know, grandmama from the 50s? And I'm like, yes, because that's when she was your age. And I, she was like, they're black and white. Did they even have color? And I'm like, no, they didn't. And like, <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that little bit of interest. It made me happy. I mean, I think, I think like, and, and I've, I've been super enjoying, and obviously I, I enjoy movies quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Katie Bell and I have developed like a lovely thing where like once a week we have our movie night and I just get to pick whatever it is that we're watching. And Katie Bell has this attitude of, yep, yeah, all right, what are we watching? She has, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just sort of like goes along with whatever it is that I pick. And I pick some, pick some weird stuff sometimes and I pick some stuff that I know she's going to like sometimes. And she is so accepting of just like, <laughs> we're, like we're just gonna watch this. I was like, okay, right, and then just 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 goes with it, and it is so 
nice to be able to share that with her and sort of like figure out what the her expanding tastes and like ability yeah. to watch things is like she's sort of tiptoeing into horror movies right now sort of kind of not really like like yeah. expressing desire to do so but maybe not being quite there yet so it's kind of that fun sort of like boundary pushing thing um yeah that's been just super nice like she, like it's it's nice to sort of have that and again, right? If you have it, we're going to use it. We're going to watch movies. We're going to enjoy yep. the enjoy, enjoy the time together. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just to like put a pin in it. I think, you know, for all the like, ha ha teens, um, ha, we ha, are teens. we are we do have a pretty good scenario. I mean, the kid is better than they have to be. But as parents, it's not like like it's still work. It's still I don't want to always listen to their thoughts on <laughs> consumerism. Uh, like I like really badly don't want to. And yet I know that this is because I have to spend so much time with Ellis that like this is one of those moments where it's uninterrupted and I should just sit there with a smile on my face and say, you know what? That is such a good You thought. are so right. You are so, Wow. You at like, wow, good job. And like being, it, it, I don't know, being a parent requires being kind and patient and doing more than you want to, which has always been like hard, uh, makes it uh, hard and because we're people and um, we are doing a good job, Stefan. No, you are doing a good job. You are doing a good job. Yes. You are a good job. I'm. Thanks. I yep. am cake. Yep. Uh, all right. So, Stefan, yes. you got to stick around and share genius and fails. Oh, oh I, got, I got. I got. Em. We got them. I got them for days. By the bag full. By the bags. Yep. Lots of them. So everybody, stick around, and uh, we will talk genius and fails when we come back. One Bad Mother is supported in part by EarthBreeze. Plastic, plastic, plastic! Why does laundry detergent, as well as almost everything in the world, come in massive plastic jugs? 91% of that stupid plastic doesn't get recycled, and now I feel guilty, and I don't know what to do sometimes. Well, EarthBreeze is a jugless laundry detergent. It literally looks like a dryer sheet. You just pull the little sheet out, you rip it up, you stick it in your liquid dispenser of your washing machine, and it washes your clothes right now. One Bad Mother listeners can subscribe to Earth Breeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash badmother to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash badmother for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash bad mother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. We're back to Genius Fail Time. 
Stefan. Yes. I will go first. Okay, please. Uh, my genius is there is so much of Ellis's that I did not unpack in front Ooh. of him. Uh, there are, like, when we left, the Ellis's room was just full of not only just junk, but toys that they didn't play with, they didn't use, they didn't do much with, right? And... And also and we just packed junk. them all. Oh, we packed, we got rid of a lot of stuff, but there was still a lot that was there. And I just was like, wow, this room's already full and there's still more boxes. And I don't need them to even know that that box really exists uh, right now. I mean, I can go through it, figure it out. But yeah, I just didn't try and unpack it all. And I just that let those secrets lie. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. That is great. That is, yeah. that is, that is some genius level deception. Thank you. Always. Always. Uh, <laughs> uh, my genius is um, I know we've talked about pancakes on this show oh, before. Yeah. And the evolution of our Sunday morning pancake ritual. Yeah. And that now, due to some uh, clashes between Ellis's personality and apparently some sour pancakes, mm -hmm. uh, pancakes have now essentially, the, 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 the weekly pancake ritual has been decimated. Yes. But. 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 I am bringing it back just for you. Yes. We are going to have essentially our own private pancake date on Sundays. Yes. And then Ellis can eat some dusty Cheerios dry on the yeah. sofa out of a bowl. He likes it dry. Likes it super dry. Super and dry. And we can still enjoy pancakes yeah. every single week because yeah. it's nice and pancakes are delicious. They're delicious. We don't have to stop being people who like pancakes. We're my back. Genius. We're we are back, back. Stefan. We're back. We're going to have pancakes. We're, We're gonna back. You and I, we, we can maybe set a table for two and just eat pancakes and stare into each other's eyes. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Or anyway, unpack that's boxes. It. That's nice. it. I'm excited about it. That's very good. If you say those pancakes are sour, though, I'm going to be the saddest person in the world. Hi, Biz. I'm calling the genius. Um, we just got done with winter break where I am. And uh, my family spent, like, all of December, basically right after Thanksgiving, just sick with one thing after another. No COVID, but every, everything else. Just, you know, this virus and that stomach bug, et cetera, et cetera, right, on a rolling schedule so that somebody was always sick with something. Right. So my genius is we did jack shit for winter break. We We had Christmas with the family. And then we basically just sat around and did nothing. I didn't make my kids do anything. I didn't make them get up in the morning. I didn't make them go to bed. I didn't make them practice any instruments. I didn't ask them to do any, you know, where they were in their schoolwork and did they need to work on anything? Did they have any projects? I didn't, I, nothing, nothing. We just didn't do anything. I slept in. I worked a puzzle. Uh, I called in the puzzle fail last year where the whole puzzle was upside down. I got it in right this time. <laughs> it was a different puzzle. Uh, we... You know, the kids watch so much TV, we play computer games, we light around and read books. It was great. I, we just, we just rested. It's, 
really hard to do that when everybody's off and you feel like you should be taking advantage of all of your free time. But we didn't. We just we just rested. No, that's my genius. Hope you guys are having good breaks and everybody's got their kids back in school. Um, thanks. It's always great to hear you tell me I'm doing a good job. You are too. Bye. <laughs> you are doing a good job. And all I can think of is jack shit nipping at your nose. It's been said many times, many ways. Jack shit Christmas for you. Amazing. Thank you. I, we also, we, our family, Stefan, I think we uh, celebrate the jack shit holidays. Oh, yeah. Like Ellis is always like, can we go somewhere? And I'm like, what are you nah. talking about? Other people go places. Mm, no. That's Sorry. A, that, sounds, that sounds like work and it's expensive. Oh, oh is it expensive? It's work. No one really has fun in this house. Uh, other people I know go and have amazing vacations, or at least that's what their Facebooks tell me. But we go and it's just like everything is dysregulated. So we also watched a lot of television and movies and played video games and read books and uh, laid about. And unpacked. And unpacked. Just relaxed, just, just unpacking. It was so cool. much unpacking. It was, we got in this house the day before Christmas and we got a big white fake tree up and we had Christmas in our house. Anyway. And then that tree was gone the next day. Oh, yes. I took it all down. You are doing a remarkable job. Enjoy lowering that bar for you guys. And you're a genius. Amazing. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Well, this, okay. So, Ellis, neither children drink a lot of milk. They don't drink any milk. Oh, okay, God. let me just be clear. They don't drink any milk. Basically, uh, they when bottles went away... Any interest in milk went away, and then they've created some sort of giant milk stories in their heads where milk is super gross and it's not good. Now, I have no idea what's going to happen to Katie Bell's bones. Ellis does eat yogurt pretty much every day, like drinks a little yogurt smoothie or eats a little yogurt, like that's once a day. So that's nice. Cheese is apparently the worst thing in the world despite the fact that they eat it in a variety of other things. So anyway, not a lot of dairy. And Ellis was talking about wanting to be stronger and, you know, all this stuff. And I said, well, you know, like a smart ass. Well, if you drink more milk, it might help strengthen your bones. And he was like, oh, so the wrong thing to say. That's fail one, is that now Ellis is going to overthink that. And now his bones are failures because he doesn't <laughs> have any milk. In him, and I was like, he was like, I, I well, I could, I could maybe try it. I could try it again, which is big thing. Chocolate milk. I like chocolate milk. So okay, I'll get you some chocolate milk. So uh, the two nights ago, we're still fresh off this fail. Two nights ago, Ellis came home from school that day, very upset. Television had ruined his life because. All of his friends watch a show that he hasn't been watching. And I'm like, what's the show? That doesn't even matter what the show is because his friends have things to talk about and he is losing them and it is television's fault. And I am like, we can 
fix that. Let me show you by how television, watching TV. by watching TV. Let me show you how easy mama can fix that. But we're going to do like our own little thing that night. Watch some special episodes of one of our favorite shows that we hadn't seen. And we're out in the room that we turned our garage into, which is just silly. The way Stefan and I, I mean, it's got big pink carpet and like pink ceilings, gold trim, dark jadey blue walls. We, in fact, we call it the Jade Leopard. The bathroom is like white hexagons with gold trim and like green, dark green, beautiful tile and like 1970s pink, a green palm leaf wallpaper. Very glamorous. It's glamorous. Way too nice for us. It's great. So Ellis and I are in here. We're watching our show. We are, he had had some ice cream for dessert. He's then like, I need something to drink. Do you want the chocolate milk? Yes, I want the chocolate milk. He drinks all the chocolate milk while we're watching. We get up. It's done. We're time to go back to the house. We get up. We make it. This is not a large room, everybody. This is like, like 250 square feet total, right? It's very small. We are just on the other side of the brand new sofa and next to the bathroom, still standing on the carpet. And Ellis says, I feel funny. My throat feels funny. And I just like my mom <laughs> said, sister, I was like, are you going to throw up? And he goes, I don't know. Maybe. And I'm like carrying shit to get it out of the, like, I'm care. I'm like, Stephanie, I'm going to clean this up as I go. Right. So I've got like all this stuff in my hands and I'm like, get in the bathroom. But like, as I'm saying, get in, it starts to come. And it's, it is like, there's oh. no heat. I just want to be really clear. There's no heaving. There's nothing like that. This is like straight out of a comic book, exaggerated. He's just, standing he's just standing there and his mouth is open and it's flying out the like i somehow god get him into i'm like to the toilet to the toilet <laughs> like it was everywhere and i'm like we haven't had puke in this house in a long time we haven't had a puker so i'm like it's okay baby it's okay. Like, i don't want him to milk i'm so torn the fail is that like I want to care for my child, but I also don't want him track and vomit on the new carpet or on the couch or in our new house. So I'm like, Stefan, there's puke. Get the oh, towel. Right. So and I'm I don't like, know what to do. Yeah, Stefan's like, oh, and I'm like the towels. And he starts to go. I don't know where the, things are in this house yet. Not paper towels. Those are useless in a situation like this. I need towels. And so take him in. You get him clean. Get him all. Take care of the child. Because I don't want Stefan to come in here. He can't know what happened. I can't happened. handle it. He can't know. He can't know. No one can know what happened in this house. I spent the next hour, um, like my hands and knees, cleaning puke from walls, from door frames. From, from walls? Uh-huh. Oh, God. From, like, under, deep under the toilet. Like they, I mean, it was it, there. It was an impressive amount. All that is to say, maybe Ellis shouldn't drink milk. Maybe there's a milk. Al Ellis is like, maybe I have a milk allergy. I'm like, maybe, or 
Just That's more liquid than Ellis usually drinks. Like oh, food I know. In general, food liquid. So it was, I, I mean, it didn't get on the couch. That's good. But I was very much. Did we not, ruin our house already? <laughs> did we ruin it? And did I ruin my relationship with my child by essentially like yelling at him to aim it away? <laughs> Aim the puke. Aim at that one. Just aim at the it. least expensive thing. I mean, I'm sorry, baby. Poor baby. Are you okay? I don't like this. No one does. Anyway, so that's what I get for trying to help my kid get stronger bones. That's yeah. literally the summation of that whole story. That's that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> but so. good but good job cleaning it because it barely smells like vomit out there now. And thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't smell like it at all, to be That's fair. what I said. You said barely. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, so, but, but uh, amazing. Uh, so my, my, my fail is a gradual slow motion fail that has, t- has <laughs> taken place over the past six months. Pancakes? No, it's not the pancakes. That, that Our was, marriage? No, <laughs> that's a success story. We're still here. Being married every day. Uh, But no, it is. uh, So when we moved out of the house in a rapid hurry. Yeah. uh, We basically uh, like we moved out of the back of the house and then we left everything that was in the front of the house. Yeah. uh, Including Ellis's very complicated and very large Star Wars Lego set. Oh, my God. This like giant 3000 piece spaceship that he had gotten for Christmas and he had worked on super hard and it built and did the whole thing. It could only live on the floor. It was, That's we how actually big literally, it was. yeah, we literally did not have shelf space for yeah, it. So no. it was sitting in front of the fireplace. Now we do. Now we have shelves. Well, <laughs> it's irrelevant because what happened yeah. was that that spaceship then got sort of like, uh, as things, we just moved out of the front of the house. So it was the living room and it was just sort of sitting in the living room. But then things from the back of the house had to go into the living room and they had to paint the living room. And so the washer and dryer went into the living room and the fridge went into the living room and everything kind of got compressed and pushed. And then sitting, getting crushed in a corner and losing pieces by the day was, was this, was this, was this spaceship model. And then, and then they had to paint the living room. And so all the shelves from the walls had to like move into the center and things had to go into the attic. And so they bagged up the model in a trash bag Mm. and the whole trash bag went into the attic. And Ellis doesn't know any of this. No. Not aware of any, any of these things. And then it came back down from the attic. I have not even opened that trash bag. It It is, it is. It's got to be just a whole bag full of parts. I have more parts that sort of fell off that are sitting on my nightstand. And yeah. in secret, I'm going to have to like secretly undo all the pieces of this thing, rebag them in the order in which you're supposed to build it in so that it's not just a nightmare of a box. Uh, I'm going to have to sort of quietly do this so Ellis doesn't know. So that when we pull it down from the attic again in the box, be like, look, you can build it again. Yeah. But it is, it is going to be... Uh, yeah. weeks of work yeah. to undo the damage that we have done to this thing you know in what, any sort of reasonable way. You know what the bag sounds like when you shake the bag? Like a Lego box? Broken dreams. 
Broken dreams. That's right. what it. Broken but that's what a lot of unpacking feels like in general. Yeah. Being like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. oh god. Uh, uh, yeah. A Cheerio. How did we pack this Cheerio? We pack this Cheerio. Oh my yeah. god. I know. Yeah. Well, you're doing a horrible job. Why weren't you thinking of that Lego? I was thinking about it every single day. And I was I like, know. this is getting worse and worse. Yeah, so that's, that's also great. part of, that's my fail is that I didn't do anything about it six months ago. You're doing a horrible job. I know. I know. Hi, I'm calling with a fail. I feel like the worst fails are the ones that you thought were going to be geniuses. Um, my kids are four and a half and six and a half. And today I thought, today's the day. I'm going to shower with them in the house with me and not watch them and it's going to be great. They're going to be doing just fine. So I plopped them in front of their tablets, took a shower, everything was fine. And then as I'm blow drying my hair, uh, my four and a half year old son comes in and he has cut a giant square out of the front of his shirt because I was not watching him. I'm a, I'm a big failure. All right. Thanks. Bye. I just want to be clear that everything was going well until you tried to dry your hair. I personally have discovered that one can get a shower in. It's when you think you deserve to do all the post-shower work, like drying your hair, skincare, like anything that is not within the tight shower, get dried off, gets like a robe on. Maybe if you're lucky that your children would have all been fine. It's that you thought you could drive. That's exactly when the patience level of my children is up. The moment I like I've had I had to start going, I'm out of the shower, but I'm now drying my hair. Does anybody need anything before I start <laughs> drying my hair? And everybody's like, no. And then I'll start drying. And then uh, people are screaming and yelling. Right. So uh, that, I mean. You deserve basic hygiene, but no more. That's right. And after that, you deserve any punishment that the world wants to put on you. Like your child with scissors and shirts. I don't even understand why your kids are wearing clothes. Really? Should we have even been doing that? I mean, that? is it a really a problem that there's a square missing from the front? It's probably fine. It's probably cool. Don't yeah. let don't let our team see it. That'll be all the rage. You're doing a horrible job. God, Fail. that sucks. Well, Stefan. Yeah. What doesn't suck is my love for you. Oh, and our yeah, yeah. beautiful, beautiful relationship. I, I love you. Let's stay married. Okay, let's stay married. Cool. One of our rules is, is look, if it this comes from watching too much Law and Order in my twenties, um, like if 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 ever you want this marriage to be over, uh, just tell me, I will divorce you. You but don't have to kill me. Don't are you sure? Kill me to end the relationship. Look, all right, fine. Look, look, I had not considered that before, but right. I, I, just uh, thought- I will now make that a thing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yep. 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 No murder. Done. Yep. Done. Yep. Done. Ironclad yep. promise to you. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. I, I do. Uh, Stefan. Yeah. Thank you for joining me here and everywhere every day. You are in fact doing a wonderful job as a parent to our very unique children. And so are you. Thank you. And I will talk to you. Five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah. See you in a second. All All right. right. Goodbye. Unpack some boxes. Goodbye. Yay. Yay. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Hello, everyone out there. Thank you for coming to our service. Yes. We are ready to heal heal you. you. We are Ross and Carrie. We are faith healers. Yes, Yes, you there. Yes, sir. You have a spirit of... Not listening to enough podcasts. We have the solution for that. We can cure you. You should listen to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Hallelujah. Mm. It's on Maximum Fun. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you there. Gladys. A, A spirit of boredom oh my goodness we have the solution for you it is to listen to the podcast oh Oh, no No, ross Ross and and carrie the human mind can be tricky your mental health can be complex your emotional life can be complicated so it helps to talk about it I'm John Moe. Join me each week on my show, Depression Mode with John Moe. It's in-depth conversations about mental health with writers, musicians, comedians, doctors, and experts. Folks like Noah Khan, Sashir Zameda, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. We talk about depression, anxiety, trauma, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. We have the kind of conversations that a lot of folks are hesitant to have themselves. Listen, and you won't feel as alone, and you'll have some laughs, too. Depression Mode for Maximum Fun at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, let's settle in and listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, this is a breakdown. My four-year-old just said to me, I'm not good at anything. And it's we were about to go into school. And... I just I feel so guilty that I made him feel that way. <laughs> he has like some delays and things. He gets speech therapy and occupational therapy, and, and there are things he's on. He's you know behind milestones on, and I really thought we were doing a pretty good job of you know not making him feel like there was a problem with him or the way that he learns and apparently not <laughs> and I just I just told him you're good at so many things which he is he's, he he knows a whole bunch of words and, and he can count to a hundred and he he's good at so many things and I just broke my heart to hear him say that and <laughs> If you don't like, I don't know how to convince them that it's not true. I don't know if that's something someone, is like one of his classmates said to him, or because I know he doesn't, he doesn't act the same as them all the time. He doesn't interact with other kids the way that they maybe interact with each other. I told, he told his teacher, and she seemed really surprised too, and I'm just. It just feels so bad.
I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't feel like I'm good at anything either, so it's hard to, like, convince him otherwise. Thanks for the show. I appreciate you being there. First of all, you are doing a good job. Everything about this call tells me that you are great at many things. One, you are tired, my friend. You have a four-year-old. You are fucking tired. And I don't think we give ourselves enough space with that. We make ourselves feel like no one else is this tired. Everybody else seems to be able to get everything done and have time for things. And I, and they don't, and we don't. You're tired. And when you are tired, it, on top of everything else, really accentuates not only all the beautiful baggage we carry around with ourselves, that gets brought out when kids wind up in our house, but it makes us even more fiercely aware of our kids' emotional needs. So I just want to get that out of the way. You're tired. Of course, you feel like you don't know what you're supposed to do in this situation. It's hard to do anything when we are tired. But I want to point out some things that you did do. And that is one of my favorite things is that you did let the teacher know. I, I really believe that teachers want to help. And I think anybody who's working with pre-kindergarten kids, anybody who's working with kindergarten age kids, elementary, these are people who are aware of the social emotional development that the kids are going through and need help with. So letting your teacher know empowers your teacher to be your ally and help accentuate the wonderful things that your kid is able to do so that your kid can feel good about it. That was an amazing thing that you did. And not every kid at four, Jesus, they're four. It's not like they're like, well, let me tell you how self-aware I am. Um, and you see, you see, the other day, little Timmy at school was doing so well at playing in the sandbox and actually used the potty correctly while I was eating the sand. And somehow, right, like, I mean, I... Your kid is a remarkable kid. And yeah, they are bad at some stuff because <laughs> they're four and they're going to get better at that stuff. And I think we have to get better at parsing out what those big feelings that they're expressing are and 
you know, really helping them understand that some things are a challenge and some things will be harder. And what makes them awesome and good at things is that trying effort. I remember for Ellis at like eight years, I mean, and yeah, I'm sorry. If this may trigger you for a long time. I like, I mean, this was a long process with Ellis and he still has those moments. They are fewer and farther between. And he now has better language at 10 on how to express himself with this. But at around eight, we, God, we just started talking about how awesome failure was and that like Benjamin Franklin like failed all, like there's some story about Benjamin Franklin. I got all my kind of issues with Benjamin Franklin, but everybody's like big inventor. And, you know, he talks about failure and how important it is. And we just started finding more and more examples of that and not setting the expectation that our kids have to understand what that means yet. It's just like a little mantra in the back of their head, as well as that mantra of there's nothing you can do that will make me stop loving you. And I know that that's how you feel about your child. And I know that your child knows that. And there's no harm in telling them that every fucking day, 20,000 times a day. Okay. The bottom line is your feelings about this, what it brings up for you is really valid and 100% right for you. The hard thing is to remember that our feeling experiences aren't the same as our kids right now. And that's hard. And I hope that made sense. And I, I hope that you understand that you are really doing a remarkable job as this child's parent and that your child will grow up knowing that and knowing that they are good at things. And you've got this. You've got this a hundred times over. Everybody, none of you are alone. We are all in this together. And I think that's really one of the trickiest parts about having kids in our house is the baggage that it brings up for us. You know, oh, there's just something about once they start going to school. I mean, it really turns it up. You know, you're all remarkable. I will talk to you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer Gabe Mara, my husband Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you are listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, I throw down Mama Blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, I throw down Mama Blue.
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.